0: Them you never know. Today's episode is brought to you by OnlySteves.com. OnlySteves.com is the only place to get exclusive content from Mike. Like the YNK Podcast Plus, where we release two exclusive episodes every month. Or Music Premium, where Mike releases two never-heard-before exclusive songs every month. So head on over to OnlySteves.com today and check it out. All right, well, let's crank this out. Hey, how are ya? Hey, how are ya? Hey, How are you? <laughs> well we hit the lines and the steves asked a bunch of questions i think we should just dive right in what do here you think
1: come on sure, all right
0: first go. one on. i mean kind of an obvious one uh, buddy asked here what was your favorite spot on the leg one of tour now this was this was uh, I know Mike, Mike rolls his eyes. We all have. Yeah, I'm sure you had a favorite skis. I got a favorite. I
2: got a clear favorite. I got a favorite too. It's probably the same as yours. Yeah. Chicago. Chicago.
0: Chicago. The venue. I felt
2: like I was. The venue was out of bounds. I was in like Florence, Italy. <laughs>
1: yeah, bro. Venue was out of bounds. Yeah. The Aragon I had all Ball my room. dogs in town. You had a bunch of your dogs and your family in town. Yep. That was just a, that. Was, Marcus.
2: Yeah. yeah. His kid was there. It just felt so full. Circle. It was a special night. Sister was there. I mean, the venue. I've never been in a place like that. Yeah. And it was on a Monday, and I remember worrying about it because it was like the only show that like we really went for it like that was that was a fucking huge venue on a Monday, like ballsy, you know, and like no, we didn't we had so sold out the venue that was the second upgrade, so it accounts as a sellout, but the whole tour was sold out, and like I was looking at that one, and it wasn't that one wasn't technically even though it is technically a sellout because you know we, we advanced venues. Mm-hmm. On the stat card it's to sell out, but like I was worried about how it was gonna feel when you get in like oh, that half rooms or horrible. something. And it was booming and it was just such a and then I just loved the show. I had Marcus come out vibing on stage a bunch. Like just loved it. That was definitely my favorite.
0: It was nice to see the the difference of backstage energy from years prior to this one. Yeah. We have footage of like Marcus coming in with his like his girl and his family and his little baby, and you're like balancing the baby. You're balancing. Look at the baby. Look at the baby. Look at the baby. You're balancing the baby. baby. You're all smiling. Monetize the baby. Monetize (laughs) the baby. (laughs) Monetize monetize the the baby. baby. And then I just think back to like eight years earlier at like I don't know somewhere backstage in Des Moines, and there's just like a bunch of chicks shaking their butts and stuff,
2: just shaking their butts around (laughs) vigorously.
0: Yeah, different kind of babies now. Now the babies are actually the babies.
1: I had a. I was directly across the uh, balcony from Mike's green room scenario. We had a good party going on on the other side. Yeah, we had a uh, somebody. No. Yeah, there was a lot of cigarettes I, being. I was bopping inside. between.
0: Was, I was bopping back and forth between the two.
2: It was a party going on over there. Darts inside became a real a reality for us this this tour because of skis.
1: Yeah, I mean that's tough.
3: But has, you know. <laughs> darts, darts inside
2: a, is like as much as I don't, I'm not a cigarette guy, which there's some footage that we just recently. I was going to say we, <laughs> we just got some <laughs> <that> footage <laughs> that of Michael potentially be that's so uh, good. An argue uh, you know an argument to that to that point I just made, but I'm not a cigarette guy, but there's <coughs> something something uh slightly nourishing to my soul when're oh, yeah, when, 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 when we're smoking cigarettes inside and it just it just says it literally you got says, your feet on the ground, it literally says nothing, nothing matters, we don't care what anyone thinks, yeah, your rules don't don't matter, but we're also not doing it in a way that's rude, necessarily. It's just like we don't give a fuck,
0: no. Skeez, what's the most amount of cigarettes you smoked in one day?
2: Probably that show I had in
1: Scottsdale.
0: If you had a ballpark. <laughs> probably, oh
2: my
1: God.
0: Like two packs? More mm-hmm. than two packs in a day?
1: There's, a, and Are you talking about a 24-hour or a wake-up? Well, like, oh, like a we night. We turned
0: high fi into an ashtray. that I mean, day.
1: bro, in college, I was, a, I was a problem.
2: Like throw a number out there.
1: I mean, yeah, i probably put... Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I definitely put down over, over two packs in a day. Yeah. Well, bro, because there was one day... When I was back in my fraternity days, yeah, where's my dip? Back in my fraternity days, one of the I didn't ever get haze much, but the one thing that they made me do, which I thought was funny, they made me smoke a whole pack of cigarettes at once. So at it was once like, in like a honeycomb, like, you know <laughs> what I mean?
2: Like that's the, like rubber. That's like one of those tactics that you do when you find your kid smoking. he's yeah. like 14. You make him yeah. smoke a whole pack, so he's so well, disgusted. I got, tell me,
1: tell me your angle on this. We'll switch this up. When I catch my kid smoking weed for the first time, I've had this idea for a long time. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna put him in the garage, in the car, he's gonna hotbox two blunts by himself, <laughs> no music, no phone, pitch black. Panic, man. That ego death. And then, and then, yeah, and then let him and then let him <laughs> sit in there, and let him sit there for That's now. That's mental
2: warfare, dude. Bro,
1: I, to this day, I've smoked a lot of weed, I, I would just break, I'd break out, I'd break out of the car. It's ego death. I'd panic in there.
2: Yeah, I mean, if you want to ruin your kid's childhood, then yeah, that sounds. Like no, it. He,
1: no, yeah, he's no, he, he won't be, he won't be smoking dope for at least a few months. So he'll panic. So why do you? You, are, you were you were
2: smoking weed when you were fourteen. Why are you going to care if your kid's doing it?
1: No, I'm not going to care. I'm just going to say, if you want to do this, then this is how you know. This is what can happen. <laughs> this, is what can
0: happen. <laughs> this is what can happen. This is what can happen. Yeah, no, that's fair.
1: Yeah. yeah, no, and like I'll never say anything again. Like he can, he can continue if he wants, and I won't say anything. But mm-hmm. I think that'll that's sketch. That's sketch. Yeah. Right?
2: I don't think kids should be smoking weed before they're eighteen. Really, that's not true. I I don't. Me and my brother would have hated each other forever if we didn't smoke weed together. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't think it's a blanket statement. I just, I just think the brain's developing, and like, I do really value what weed's done for me. But I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe that's wrong. For whatever reason, I just feel like I get it. There's an age, though. I just feel like
0: you just like it's just early to like too young to utilize it the correct way. yeah, Yeah, just like. I, I think know. the
1: real issue with like the young, the young smoking is that is you're right. Like you're not allowed to like smoke at your crib, so you're doing all this dumb shit to smoke, and it's like yeah, you shouldn't be cruising around stoned at 16. Yeah, no, I type mean, of thing.
2: It's just like you got so much. I don't know. I, you just got a lot. Got so much to just learn in, in this plane still. Like when you get higher, and like if you don't know how to manage it, and I don't know. It's just it, it could. I think when you start really early, I don't know. My I,
1: mind opened up though when I started smoking weed, like to a lot of different things.
2: Yeah. Bro, like, the first time I caught my brother
1: smoking weed, I was 13. It was like two, it was probably like a couple weeks before I smoked for the first time. We're sneaking out of the house. I think we were probably drinking at the time. I'm not sure. We're sneaking out of the crib. We got a bunch of people hanging out. Da, 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 da. I see my brother hit a joint. I go up to him. I'm like, yeah,
3: <laughs> you're, not, you're not
1: my brother anymore. Like, I'm, I'm over it. I, I disowned him. I was like, you're not my brother anymore. Like, I'm over it. I went the,
2: the disowned play as from the younger brother is such a funny
1: one. I'm 13. I'm sneaking out of the crib. Just bro, You're not my brother anymore. You can, you can do whatever you want with those guys. Yeah. I'm out. Two weeks later, smoke weed for the first time. You couldn't find me without a little bit of dope on me. Yeah. For the next time. Do
2: week. you think that harmed your development?
1: Can't tell yet. <laughs> yeah. So far,
2: so good. Right. So far, so good. I mean, good. That's, I think that's a good answer.
1: Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, I've had terrible times with weed. Yeah. But like, it's a balancing act.
0: But if you're diagnosed with like an eating disorder or anxiety or depression, it's better than taking like Xanax as a fucking 16 year old. Yeah, but anxiety. You know absolutely. You know what I mean? But
2: I also, I also just think like, that if I mean, if we want to go down this path, Hold get, on, you're going to get me going. But <laughs> oh, I just God. really, th- I really think like, if you're, you know, there, there's obviously outliers and there's definitely chemical imbalances and there's that type of thing. But like, generally speaking, oh, you sit on your fucking TikTok and Instagram all day and then you play video games and then you go to school and don't pay attention because you hate what you're learning and you're not outside and you're not you're not spending any time. Even as kids, I'm just saying like a little bit of time. I know you don't want to, I didn't want to read and grow my mind. I get that. I'm just saying like being outside, having a little bit of health consciousness for your kids, like, and whatever, just like what they're eating, getting some exercise, getting sunlight. I guarantee your kid will be a lot happier, you know, like. Before before I feed them a Xanax or like we're gonna we'll go on fucking we're going for, for walks every day. We're going on hikes, like we're gonna try to find hobbies to do and get exercise. They won't know the difference. They won't realize that because they're outside they're getting sunlight, they're getting some exercise, that they're actually hearts you know, like their hearts more full, they're a little bit more open to fucking enjoying their time, you know? Like I just see I see the way it's going with people eating like shit and the kids are just staying inside. And and then, bro, like, taking a Xanax or taking Adderall when you're in your teens is crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy, bro. You have so much brain development still. And that's like.
0: legal and the weed isn't. Oh, that, I mean, I mean bro, bro, they're, they're plugging to get,
2: kids up with Adderall. Young.
0: Early. Kindergarten. Bias. Yeah. Bro, can you, like, that's the worst, And, bro. Like, like, Ritalin for ADD. Like, it, it's insane. Yeah.
2: Kids have kids. That's a crazy theory about kids where, like, kids actually have life figured out. Infants from the age, from the age. They are literally like yes, on a human plane, they can't do shit. But like, I, ever watch a kid play and just be, they're the most present thing. At, they're not thinking about anything else. They're able mm-hmm. to enjoy and react. They can move in and out of emotions. He could cry and then laugh a second later. Like they're so, they're so present. And and I actually feel like that's what like, as if you go into adulthood and then you still if the, it's the adults that like have that piece of their childhood still in them, their youth that never lose their youth, those are the best adults. I really feel that way. Those are the bo- most productive, creative, innovative people that have that childhood feeling to them still. You know, They're still able to connect and be present. I think that's, I don't know. I, th- I just think that's where, that's where at least when I'm thinking about having kids, which I am, ASAP, to be honest. Come on. I, can't, I can't wait to just like tap into their, bro, they're the best. I was just at home with Brielle. I chilled. I've never wanted to hang out and talk to more people in my life than at the fucking, I picked Brielle up from school. There's a playground right there. All the parents are around. I was just vibing with the kids for two hours.
0: You want to know what my mom? I loved
2: it. To- <laughs> I, I, I couldn't. I was fascinated with the, the Brielle's friends. They're so fucking cute. And they're just yeah. like, their little dynamic and like how they're taking everything in, bro. I was, I was literally a shot out of a cannon enjoying myself. Like had a blast. Yeah. You know what I mean? And- I can't really say I do that with like stranger adults or have that need or feeling or like drawn to them. I was super drawn to it, super drawn to the kids. And I just like, I'd hang out with Brielle all fucking day.
0: You had a song called youth back in the day. Remember that one? Yeah, It's my mom's favorite song of yours, by the way. Yeah, She never shuts up about it. La, 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 la. No, not that one, not that one. I'm talking about the, the remix. Oh, youth. Youth, the remix, the yes. fun remix. Let me make art with my words. Welcome to my gallery, wall full of life. You are looking at reality, and then later on, you say you're look. If you're looking in your rear view, you're missing what's in front of you,
2: bro. I was <laughs> talking at to top. Talk. You, you were ahead you of your were time. You, you were ahead of time. I was your talking at top. Talk. I really was. And like the weird part is, how weird is it though? I only expressed it in my music, really. Like 2014, like wasn't that wasn't my vibe in person. It was like inside me. Yeah. And I could sit there because I was writing lyrics. I could sit there and like it was like tapping into like a poetry bone that I had in my body that I never tapped into. You do poems and shit. So like, I think sitting there and just like writing, these things were in my soul, but like if you were around me, I would never be, you know? So never- well, That's f- like
1: something that's like, I mean, that's like a, that's been a struggle for probably everybody like for so long, bro, It's like things that you feel, it's like, man, I wanna feel that way. Mm-hmm. And you can write it down and you can like think about it, but it's like, how do you get yourself To have that feeling. It's like you're chasing that feeling, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's half the things, like anything that I write about is like, like poem-wise, not music-wise necessarily, is like, yeah, bro, I want to feel the way these words are coming onto this paper, but I can't like get there. That's interesting. Yeah, it's like super hard to attain. That's interesting. Some of the things that are
2: like. I I think I have a different experience with with words and shit,
1: but. I'm big on that. With all my favorite songwriters, Well, I guess that's what that
2: was. All my favorite songwriters, too.
1: I'm like, I'm hearing the way they write music. I'm like, Dog. They're feeling like something crazy to be able to get those words out, and like right. that's how you express it. Like you have to be feeling something like crazy.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think artists. That's why artists are artists, right? And they they have millions of people. That's like if if you're a, a, a fan of an artist and you're. They're they're portraying, they're relaying something that like. You want to say, but you can't. You know what I mean? Yeah. You want, you feel it, but you can't express it, or you know, or it <laughs> makes you feel how you want to feel. That's you know? that
1: uh, that Morgan record that um, thought you should know. Yeah, that's exactly what I was trying to write when I wrote my song, Mama. Yeah, but I wasn't even close.
2: Yeah, there's
1: like, a. I, I heard it and I was like, gap.
2: I I'm forget like, the name damn. of the. I forget the name of the guy who came up with this method, but it's called the gap. A theory. It's it's, it's like a philosophy. It's an artist creative philosophy. And every artist, every great artist, and they say great because they stayed long enough to, to close the gap. And really being, becoming a great artist is just, you never stop. And, you've, and you close the gap. You have this gap of what you have in your head and in your heart that you're trying to say. You're trying to, like for me, I had this crazy gap to get to the mic sound. Like Mike Stud, I was like literally just slowly closing the gap well, musically, of what I wanted to make and what I was musically making. Musically, you
0: started from zero. Right. You know, like right. when you first started making music, like I mean, lyrically, you're, you're inclined, but musically, you were like- Yeah, yeah, no st- idea what I was doing. You started doing. from scratch, yeah, which is crazy. So the so, gap was
2: big. So like there was this big gap. And then like, I remember in like 2015, 16, 17, I'm started thinking about like the, you know, I didn't know what the name was going to be, but changing and then the sound where I remember talking to people about it and they'd be like, you could tell they were just like, oh fuck, he's he's hitting that point where he doesn't know what he's supposed to be, sound like anymore. When I would talk about like- It's not country, but it feels like country a little bit. And like, started thinking about what the sound was. I had this in my head. Like, there was a gap from 2012 when I started, and then to like 2017, where I feel like I maximized the Mike Stud stuff. Like, I got these days off, you know, in that era. Like, I got a hit off in that. But then a whole other phase of a gap where I was like, I have this idea for a sound, but I can't make it yet. Mm -hmm. And I literally just fucking put myself in the studio every single day. I manifested relationships. I go to fucking Nashville on a whim. I meet Charlie Handsome and Ernest my first hour in Nashville. Wow. Like, I went to Nashville to go link with them because I had this idea in my head. And my boy, Nick Odino was like, yo, I know these guys you should talk to. I flew to Nashville. You came with, right? Were you with us? I don't think so. No? It was Blue and Versace? Yeah. And Foley, maybe? Yeah. I don't know, but- you know, that's what you're saying is exactly that. Like, and, that, and all you have to do is do this for another, f- however long, could be a few years, could be four years, but you'll be able to like, that's how I feel where I'm at now. I could kind of say exactly what I got in there in a way that I want to hear it. Like it's just reps closing that gap, you know, until you're, until you achieve, you get there.
0: And just the awareness to know where you want to go. Which it's another struggle as an artist. Yeah. yeah. And that
1: always changes too.
2: It's it like, does. It evolves. It's a moving target. It's a moving target.
0: Yeah. Let's talk about skis for a second. Um, Aaron Opie asked, uh, Is skis working on an album yet? What's the future of skis looking like?
1: Yeah, I mean, fuck, man. You caught me stoned. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, no, you're good. He's got a, man, he's got, we were talking about, we were texting about it last night. We have a lot of uh, great ideas. I think, I don't think, there's an album in the works because it's just too early, and like we can build, like an, we want to build an incredible listenership, so that you, that listenership can be served a great album. If you serve an album before there's a listenership, it's a little bit counterintuitive, and I feel like I have the this Wise skis is is you know, is a perfect kind of guinea pig for this theory that I've had in my head because. I knew my fans would really like him as a person, which I think is really important. That was checkbox number one for me. Mm-hmm. But I also know that I have a big listenership personally, and funneling somebody in with music that's not similar, but in the same atmosphere, you know? Like, it might make you feel the same way, and you know, or something like that. I know feeding... My fans, the music directly, algorithmically, the way we're doing it. That's why I'm putting out songs with myself on it with him. Mm -hmm. One, because I fucking like the songs and I wanna be on them. But two, these people are getting served those songs. All it is is as an artist, as a new artist, there's so many new artists, it's so hard to get people's ears and attention, genuine ears. Yeah. Like, it's one thing to come up on a fucking playlist or hear at a party and be, but like, no, we're serving you directly, and we know that you like shit that's kind of similar. And we also know that you fuck with the artist that's, you know what I mean? It's like a really good ecosystem to fucking put somebody like Skiz in, and it's working. You know, we put two songs out, it's growing. The growth rate on his shit is insane, you know? So we're just going to, as far as the albums go, like it's probably, you know, I don't know. There's, it's too early to think about. But we do have... We got an amazing lineup of ideas and songs Just that just need to be executed. Some of some of them are 90% done. Some of them are literally just ideas, like 10%ers that we know are going to be great songs. So, yeah, really excited.
0: And in the near future, there's some good stuff coming up. I think we're going to win the summer. What do you boys think? I think we... Yeah. We're going to win the summer? We,
2: I think we got to win the summer. What were we
1: saying? Uh, like, like a month ago, we said, we're bunting all summer. Yeah. We're bunting all summer.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <we're bunting> all <laughs> yeah summer. like I went in... I went in, what does that
0: even mean? Oh, it means, yeah, yeah it we mean, know what it means. It means like
2: we're moving, like, I've been in this phase creatively, like, I have a bunch, I, I, we're so teed up with great ideas. So it's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the idea is just like, that's kind of the notion. It's just like we're teed up. And we're put like, we're advancing the runner. Yeah. We're playing smart. It's going to be a home run. That's what it is. We're advancing we're playing, the runner. We're playing smart. Like Into the cheap seats. Yeah, yeah. Like if it's first and second, no, I'm I'm bunting my, I'm <laughs> bunting, I'm advancing the runner. We're, we're getting runs. Yeah, yeah, we're scoring. We're advancing.
0: <laughs> Let's turn two.
2: Yeah. We're going to turn two. Um, <laughs> Not on me. But. <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, I mean, winning the summer is, is you could fucking mark this, mark this right here. We're going to win the summer. We have a yeah. bunch of amazing songs. I'm, I'm advanced. we're we're hustling to, to have like a whole lineup of great songs I think this we might fuck
1: it. It, it goes into fall right it goes into
2: fall. yeah then, we'll, then we we'll, got then we're we'll to win the fall <laughs> <laughs> I was
1: gonna say, we have some fucking we got some fall records yeah we got some yeah. fall we records. we got some real sure. life let's, fall stick, records.
0: let's stick with the summer let's talk about like two for a second and we have 19 shows ahead of us yeah it starts in three weeks which is kind of right around the corner yeah it is yeah do you feel like you've gotten enough rest in between legs Charger. I know skis hasn't slowed down one fucking it's,
2: bit. These guys, it's hard when you got skis and blue in the same. It's tough in man. the same house.
0: But I'm in
1: my duffel, so it's just like, how do you not do it? Memorial
0: Day Memorial, It was Memorial Day weekend. Memorial Day weekend. Skis is doing two a days. Skis is Memorial Day weekend I am in Memorial. human form. <laughs> I,
1: was, I was Memorial Day weekend. And I and I'm very happy about it. I
0: you were lost. you were.
2: Yeah. I enjoyed it. That was a serious effort you put forth.
1: Yeah. And you wanna know it's crazy? It gets even more hectic on fourth of July because my birthday is July first. Oh man gonna so go first
0: We have an I, off day On July 4th Oh man and we're coming out of We're coming out of Providence too
1: We're gonna I'm gonna be getting My <laughs> ass kicked On that little Four day, uh, four
0: day I'm, I'm looking
2: forward To being back on tour Honestly I That was Last tour was pretty Eye opening for me I didn't uh, I, I'd never I never I, a fucking I never would've thought That I could I never would've I think thought think the whole country I, Knows you had a blast <laughs>
3: yeah, the whole country knows yeah.
2: I never would've uh, thought I could enjoy it uh, Touring like I was sober most, like, for 90% of the, the moments. Yeah. You know, like, even if I had a few drinks with me, that does nothing to me. You know, like, most nights I walked on stage sober. And uh, and thoroughly enjoyed it. I really enjoyed performing in that state, but also just, like, it was fun to, like, get off stage and, like, have a drink or two. You know what I mean? And And get, that was, like, my new wave for me, where... I don't know. Like I, I definitely, I think I enjoyed it more. If I had put my body through it for real, I'd think I'd be like, ah oh, man, this is way too soon. I don't want to go on tour again. Yeah. You know what I mean? But now, I, like, I feel, I feel like I could go on tour in two weeks. So I
0: didn't see you during the day. Uh, what was like your regiment usually? Like waking up until time for. Sound woke check? up
2: to Phil, giving me a, a full address. Phil's our security guard. I wake Mark, up. W- I woke up to Phil. His. Phil would come up to me and talk to me and pull me aside. You would have thought that there was a, a threat. Like a security briefing. Like a security threat that and he, day. And he's
0: wearing like Oakleys and like he's wearing all black. <laughs> he's yeah. got a bald head. And he, and he goes. He's in his
2: 50s. All right. The gym's on the 11th floor. There's five ellipticals. Weight's <laughs> up to 50.
3: Uh, you <laughs> know,
2: a few peck fly machines, those kind of things. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's a, uh, there's, a, there's a bocce ball. What were the balls? The Bosu balls? Yeah. It's a Bosu ball. Get some balance. Because <laughs> um, he knows I'm working on my core and my balance. Really sweet guy. Hilarious guy. But um, yeah. yeah, no, I would, uh, I would usually wake up. Um, I'd sleep. Like, I was sleeping like a baby on the bus. So I'd wake up. There'd be people loading in already, you know. Mm-hmm. So I'd go get a nice, like, solo lunch, which is nice for me. Just no one, no talking, just sit, eat lunch, usually get a little workout, talk to my girl. She was, she was in Europe most of the time. So like it was nighttime for her, you know what I mean? So I made, made, talk with her, catch a vibe. Um, and then I'd get a workout, you know, every three days probably or so. Yeah. Um, but really like, it's not really a ton of time. Cause I, I, I start like with meditating and fucking reading a little bit or anything, take a long shower. Like I'm, I gotta go over there I go over there like an hour before the meet and greet, Mm -hmm. which is at like five. So it's not a ton of time. I usually get like 12 to four where I'm like in the hotel, you know, alone. Um, I did try to venture out. (laughs) I did try to venture out um, some of those days and I got my ass kicked every time. Like I I would, because it's actually an interesting point. Like on tour for me, I get a bit of a, I get a pretty honest glimpse of like what being A-list famous would be. Because yeah. that's post Malone's every, every, every day. Every day, yeah. You go outside. This like, is the
0: concentrated, yeah, like, everyone here. You're getting hammered
2: wherever you go, pretty much, yeah, if you're him.
0: exactly. For me, like, this is
2: all these thieves come in, and we're in this general vicinity of, like, five miles. Like, everyone's in around that area. Yep. So, like, you know, all of our hotels, they, they don't want me far away. So, like, I'm close. So, if I go out and walk around and try to get a little solo lunch or, like, anything like there was a few times I like went I wanted to go for walks I just went for like you know trying to get my walk in and I would just get bopped Left yeah and right fans come but you know so that was those were probably the days where it got away from me a little bit <laughs> I remember there's one that stands out I was in Detroit I went to Shake Shack I was like I'm gonna, you catch, told a, me about I'm gonna catch a Shake Shack vibe solo Bro. and just relax like <laughs> burger
1: back at, Mike came back shook up <laughs> he really
2: didn't, I, I mean I walked in there was 40 fans in there oh my like, god like it was like and some dudes that came from Canada uh, and they were shot uh, out of fucking Yeah, Canada. they always <laughs> and, are and bro I'm in I'm in are. line like when I walk in in line like I think a few people you're notice you're probably stoned few people no- stoned. which is the worst definitely five. stoned a few people notice me I'm like alright cool Whatever. Cool. Like I'm alone, solo. Yeah. And then, and then, fucking, I think they like hollered at their boys at the at that were like in the hotel right nearby. They mobbed in like thirty deep, and then just, they just they caught in behind me. So they were just we just uh, I t- I literally it was like it was like an interview. I talked for like an hour with them while I was waiting for you. Like, did a
0: keynote. I stepped aside and text
2: <laughs> Phil. I was like, code red, Shake Shack, code red, need you now, <laughs> need
1: you now. Dude,
2: you that's know, so Phil, good. Phil's like thinking. Mike,
1: Mike came back exhausted. The oh, and box. then I had
2: to go into a meet and greet and I was just, you know, it is interesting how much energy that does, you know? Yeah, for sure. Um, it does take away from you. So yeah, really good, really good experience. Fucking loved it. I'm excited to go back on, to be honest.
0: Would you say your drinking tolerance has gone down? No. Like it's easier for you? Cause I mean, a uh, buddy here asked, <laughs> how many beers does it take you guys to get drunk?
2: Yeah, for me, I I'm mean, it's, it's off definitely five, going man. down. But like, it's definitely going down. I would say that comparatively to the times I'm just zapping full time. <laughs> I mean, this year got I, I party probably the hardest <laughs> I ever did, and I think that's why I'm at where I'm at. That was like a last hurrah. Like this year and a half of traveling, and bro, I was. I mean, I was. I I, I I'm I'm actually gonna stand by this. I think on those nights I drink 60 drinks, spanning from beers, seltzers. Mixed drinks, shots, blue boys, shots, shots, yeah, shots, yep, back dude. at the house, beer pong, seltzers, chug buds, look at the baby, look at the baby, the whole time.
1: Look at the baby. Christ. Look at the baby.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. Not it's a like, It's, it's kind of a genuine,
2: thing. yeah, it's a
1: genuine, 30 genuine 35. Yeah. 35.
2: But there's a chance. There's those nights I get it was.
1: Well, bro, there's those nights where we're starting at like, well, honestly, we haven't gone to sleep. There was, yeah. I took my nap because I had to take my nap.
2: I didn't even do those.
1: Yeah, he, <laughs> Mike, didn't even do those. But no, yeah, there was like, in a 24-hour period, there was 50 drinks drank. I think easy night. How I much? Think
2: it how night. much do you think I drank on those four days of the birthday vendor? 200 drinks, probably more. I think it's more than 200 <laughs> drinks. I think it's. for It sure. didn't stop. Well, that was like It was, five, sick. It was like
1: four nights, five <laughs> oh, days.
2: Oh man! I was actually in shambles. Yeah, that it was. Night.
1: It was a bakers cruise.
2: My my body was just was like. <laughs> What are you doing? Is this the end? Is this the end?
0: (laughs) Like I was, there was first artist to overdose on beer.
2: (laughs) Bro, (laughs) literally.
1: Well,
2: I told you.
0: Yeah, we we talked about it. There's
2: definitely some other shit
0: going. (laughs) Yeah, we've
1: talked about it every time we go on. But I saw Michael on his hands and knees, trying to get back up to his bed. And I I wasn't
2: praying to the good lord. No, he
1: was not. He was fighting his ass off. He was pulling on the blanket. I
2: was praying to the devil. I think. Yeah, (laughs) we
1: were doing something,
2: man. (laughs) He was like, can somebody
1: get me back? Yeah, that was
2: good, dude. I left my all out there, and that's why no one like none of these, like skis is like the classic like, let's celebrate, let's drink, you know, like if, no matter what's happening. Come on, like, it's Halloween. We had this, it's your okay. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Mine. always something. It's Labor Day. Come on. Yeah, but like, I can something. I can literally just I have so much so, like peace and solace in my heart because I know yeah. how much I left it out all out in the field. You did. So there's nothing left there. It and and if I want to, I'll I'll go send it. But it's just like for right now, I just it just doesn't serve me. I'm not gonna go there. Yeah. I know where I've been with it. Like I'm not gonna reach the promised land. I'm not going I'm not going there anymore. You know yeah. what I mean? So I, I've I do just the wish land.
1: I wish I was saying this yesterday to you. I think I might have texted it to you. I was like, I really wish you guys could actually uh, like see the game tape of how drunk we were recording some of those songs oh my god like i wish they could see like when we're talking about we're they like still, oh, oh we were like oh we were super drunk like, no we were not just super, I don't know, I was, we were not just super drunk man we were completely like bro i was absolutely <laughs>
2: rinsed bro i had nothing like, it was all guesswork and it was all just like i think i think the most impressive thing i do in my entire life all is recording all, all, all my yeah, accolades everything, everything i've ever done, done. yeah the most impressive thing I, that's happened is, like, I've gone from somebody who's not a computer guy. I didn't know how to do shit. And I had yeah. to, like, Engineer I myself. am engineering myself. And, these like, I'm so fucked up. I don't even know how. And not, I'm not saying, hey, we put that whole song together there. But at the very least, like, there's been so many great songs that have been actualized and impacted millions of people's, you know, listening and their fans of it that, like, had no business being recorded. You know what I mean like the fact that I was able to just like uh, I could just like, fucking bro,
3: keep it <laughs> I swear to
2: god like um, <laughs> oh my,
0: just Mike, keep I'm it there you, so dude. we could
2: actually make that a song like that's dude, those are the biggest wins out
1: of it's that It's so like, crazy bro Yeah
0: yeah
2: It's so crazy how
1: stupid we look I but like, can you imagine? Like, bro, there's, we're like, there's like, like, we're in our underwear. My pants are down we're, around yeah. my ankles. <laughs> right my, bro. Mike's got his shorts around his ankles. I'm in my underwear, no shirt. With an audience I'm a, there, I'm no shirt. Like, there's 40 people in the room. <laughs> Everybody's just as rinsed. And like, I'm in Mike's ear, like, well, this is the one. This has got to be the one. If I get knocked down. It's like, bro, what are you guys like? Took yeah. two shots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely rinsed. And then and then it clicks. And it's like, yeah. Michael, come get me in the morning. Let's go hear what we did.
2: Yeah, because like And then that's where you put it together. Making music right now to me is is a fucking blast. Like, as much as you could say, oh, he's retiring, or like, even if I maybe we'll make a lot of money here soon, I don't know. There's a lot like there's a lot of aspects of my life going on. Even if all of it goes exactly right and I and we're fucking filthy rich, you know. I still really feel like I have a fucking blast making music and I won't I won't wanna stop.
0: Yeah, I was gonna ask those those nights where you're just like on a whole different level, drinking wise or whatever, are you gonna miss that creating in that style? I
2: mean
1: if I don't I, think it's over but though, but if I I don't want to think it's over. Because
0: dude, if I miss it,
2: I'll just I'm just not gonna have a bunch of randoms around. Like yeah. I'll get zap like, you know what I mean? I'm just there, there's different atmosphere el- yeah, different Same elements yeah like, and it's not like we're going to the clubs everyone
1: come over for a yeah, weekend bro, we, we let's could, have a weekend we boat could, days. like i, I still know. do that 100 yeah.
2: like i went to baker's the other day had a that was a fucking chef's kiss I had of, awesome of what time. i wanted. It was, it was. what i wanted to do like it was just the, it was just <laughs> the buddies a and, awesome and, time you know it's just yeah. like i have also like you have a girlfriend and it's different and it's like that was a big part of going out for me as i evaluate it like yeah, like you wanna like I just loved getting around new women and like new conversation, you know, and, and that's part of it. Yeah. But then that element now, like, dude, when I go, not to say, you know, it is what it is, right? Crowd, the crowd is what it is. But when I'm around like a bunch of people I really fuck with,
0: yeah, it's amazing.
2: Yeah, and like, I don't, why do I need a crowd? I've, I've had crowds, I have crowds
0: all the time. I've been that like, way forever, man. Bro,
2: I've, yeah. and, and like for whatever reason, I had that
0: vibe in me where
2: I wanted a crowd around, like. Didn't matter who it was. If you think about the Scottsdale house, like. Even LA bro, too. In yeah. LA, like, I, yeah. and that and was cool. Like, mm-hmm. I had that time in my life, you know? But I'm like crowded out, you know? So like, that's kind of more what it is. When I go to bars, like, I really feel like I'm feeling people's energy. I, I feel it, you know what I mean? It just, it could be just a lot for me now, you know, where before, it didn't fucking matter. Like I actually. Well, you just have
1: a couple more shots, and you'll match the energy. You know what I mean? Like, exactly, but that's what was. And that's the day. But that's what was happening. It. Yeah, that's exactly I was
2: getting it. more and more fucked up because I genuinely wasn't like that happy or comfortable in it. You know, yeah. I didn't love it. Like I would have to go get fucking zapped. Yeah,
1: because that's what. Yeah, that's what people do. And then
2: I don't like the way I'm acting, and that that was the whole cycle, this ecosystem of like where I kind of felt like I needed to wean off it. You know? Yeah. You throw me that lighter, Steve. It went around. Interesting delivery, but it worked. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean. It worked. I think that's the right idea. Yeah, Which I don't want to hit that. Run that game tape back. back. Slow-mo yeah. it.
0: <laughs> it's an, I'm doing an it in a You circle it.
2: Circle it like the yellow,
0: to get around boom. the DM. Since the dawn of time, men have always loved to chug beer. In the old times of Bavaria, the men of Germany would spend their October fest drinking out of a festive beer stein. In the 1980s, fraternity brothers all over America spent their Greek week pounding beer out of a funnel. And for the last four decades, the world went silent. Then came the Chug Bud, the new revolutionary way to chug a beer. With the combination of a beer bong and a shotgun, this drinking device is scientifically proven to help you chug your beer quickly and easily. Oh, and did I mention it fits in your pocket? Go to ChugBuds.com and use promo code YNK69 to get 10% off your entire order. That's ChugBuds, C-H-U-G-B-U-D-S.com and promo code YNK69 to get 10% off your entire order. ChugBud, your beer just got a new best friend. In the Bible, many people experienced name changes. And those name changes were very pivotable moments in their lives. You have transformed through your time here and you need to have a new name that represents that transformation. I'm excited for all the journeys you'll go on from here. And I trust that you will impact many people's lives in the process. I'm honored to have known you. For now, your name is Steve steves.com um we can shift gear we can do a couple more questions before we head out of here oh, sure. uh shifting a little quick i think this is pretty important to address because i've found myself feeling this way like a lot um his name's Stresso stesso must be italian or something stesso he said i found myself uh on a few productive weeks business-wise life-wise gym-wise and then i fall into a slump and fall off the productivity train Any advice on staying on the productivity train?
2: I mean, I'm telling you right now. I I have a lot to say about that. Yeah. Just, but like, if you feel that way, he's writing that. So he like, obviously doesn't know where to start. Yeah. Just buy atomic habits and read it. Just don't, that's, that's all I'm saying. I'm not saying do this or that. Just buy that book and read it. Yeah. I, I, I really, because like, bro, that's what they're talking about. It's not, when you hear atomic habits, you're thinking, oh, uh, you know like for, at least when, the way i read it it was just like you think about like big changes it sounds big they're saying on the atom level tiny yeah, yeah. tiny tiny changes just implement tiny 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 changes and the reason i say that is because that's what happens you, you seesaw cuz i seesaw and and that's a form of balance seesaw so like you're doing yeah. extreme weeks and then think about our lifestyle we I'd, I've been song for a long time. Yeah. And that's how I've stayed like at least in decent shape, you know, like because mm-hmm. I do go extreme healthy and then I, then I have these extreme times of, of, of fucking poisoning my body and shit. Yep. You know what I mean? So the key is never letting it snowball. And the way you can do that is just like, it's literally like, oh, like I really don't feel like doing shit. Just go for a fucking walk. Yeah. That's not hard. That's not going to make you, like, it's hard when you're, like, falling out of shape and you're like, I got to go to the gym and fucking do goddamn 20 minutes on the stairs and then do, it's shit's yeah. hard and I'm stressing. Go walk for an hour. Start, at least, yeah. go outside. Yeah. Like, Evan was talking about that, you know? like yep. Just, and then the best you can do that day, but, like, those little small, little tiny one percenters, they start to add up and, like at least you're not falling completely off the wagon. Well you then know? you feel
0: like you're just living your life versus actually accomplishing tasks. Yeah. Cause it's your routine. Right. It's like this is just my day.
2: Yeah, no, you there's know? a lot of great points. And, and trust me, I get it. I hate, like, there's. I get pushed back to myself internally. I have an internal dialogue. Like when I'm doing everything very regimented and I'm like, I'm like, I literally have to tell myself like, yo, go outside, enjoy yourself. It's all right, like you have to make, you don't want it to feel like a job. But their point in that Atomic Habits is that you make it part of your like, like a ritual in the morning, not not a regiment, but like a little ritual to yourself, you yeah. know, like what's going to make me feel good? Just put me on a good vibe for the day, you know? And it becomes part of, it becomes regimented to the point where you don't really have to think about it. You wake up, I get on the ground, I stretch a bit, I meditate, whatever. I don't even think about it, you know? And you're setting yourself up for like a better day, a better a better experience, you know, like better a better time, better better ideas come. Like I really do feel that way, you know? So if, back to the original thing, it's just like, just tiny little things, just to make sure you're not going completely off the wagon, you know? Cause then it gets harder and harder to hop back on the health train. When you feel like shit and you look like shit, you don't want to go to the gym, you know?
0: Yeah, I think there's, uh, like work-wise anyways, there's a narrative, especially amongst Americans. And it's like the, the whole capitalism, you know, rags to riches, come to America, make something to yourself, you know, the rich get richer. And we have, we have like this conception that like, and you see it, even people feed themselves that on social media. It's like, you got to grind, wake up and grind 4.30 every day, work your ass off, spend 12 hours a day working. And there's this conception that like, you have to do that to be successful. Successful people do that. And it, like you just said, seesawing is okay because like when you get in that mentality, when you feel like you have to just be on a hundred, like 12 hours a day, you're going to fucking grind yourself to the ground and it's yeah. going to make you unhappy. And then when you're not doing that, you're going to feel guilty that you're not doing that. 100%. And then it's a cycle where you're actually feeling guilty that you're not pushing yourself to the limits where you're making yourself miserable. Yeah.
2: All right. So there's this thing. It's, it's, it's my favorite spiritual lane. I don't even know what to call it. It's the Tao Taoism. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's literally, it's, it's literally another word for balance, living in balance. Don't go, don't go all the way here. Don't go all the way here. Exactly. Live in this middle ground. And it's like, where don't try comes from. It's just like, when you're, when you're thrown into a river, what's going to happen if you try to, if you don't like the way the river's taking you and you turn against the current and you swim and I'm going to get back to back over there. That's where I want to be. You're going to fucking tie yourself out and you're going to die. Yep. You know what I mean? So like. It's about being in the flow of like where things take you and then actually just looking like as you're going down the river, there's going to be another escape route. There's going to be another turn. There's going to be another. You don't even know what's up ahead. And that's kind of the notion is just like living in balance is really like it's the key. It's the way. It's another word for the way is the Tao. Yeah. And I I urge anyone to just like listen to Wayne Dyer talk about the Tao Te Ching and the Tao. And it's just it's really it's like ancient, ancient wisdom. And it's and it's fucking true. Yeah. It's, a, it's about being in flow and, and not trying to, not for lack of a better word, like play God. Take where you are, always. Take where you are, assess where you are, be open to where you are. You know what I mean? And, and don't resist where you are, where life puts you type thing. So in regards to that question, though, that, we're back to it. Like It's just balance. Don't, don't let it go full extreme. You know what I mean? Yep. And I really feel like that keeps you at least even keel enough to fucking survive in advance.
0: Yeah. dude. I was, I'm from experience. I was so environmentally programmed when I ran out of college. I went to New York city and think of the environment of New York city. Mm -hmm. Think of the hustle hustle and bustle, like 8am. There's thousands of people walking down the streets with their suitcases and their suits going to work. Then at the end of the day, five o'clock, everyone's hustling back to work. Everyone's going to the gym. It's a rat race. You, you, you visually see it and you're a part of it and it, and it becomes a part of you. And like, my, I was on the, I mean, yeah, I was doing okay for myself, but I was on the worst vibe. And like my friends would be like, dude, are you okay? Like you look like you're really stressed out. And like someone actually literally stopped me on the street once. I'll never forget this. And he's like, are you okay? You doing all right? You're kidding. <laughs> it's like a spiritual guy, but yeah. And he asked if I was like, what okay, he's legend. like, you need to slow down. He, he, he literally told me I need to slow down. Cause like, I guess whatever my look on my face or the way I was feeling, I don't know. He just could see it on my face. And that, that city, like, yeah, did great things for me, but dude, I was just not on a good vibe whatsoever.
2: You know? I told you, I don't know how the hell you survived there that long. Yeah, it's, and like, I, I get that it. Place like, kills me.
1: Well, I was there for, I was there for five hours. I was, I was, I was pissed about it. <laughs> yeah. I, did not, I did not enjoy it. Yeah. It's like so not my style. It's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. I get it though. Like, you know, I understand yeah. it. I, yeah. And I understand the charm. I don't need New York fucking, you know, yelling at me.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, all this shit is just, it's 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 a fucking one-player game. So like my my answers aren't necessarily going to be your answers or, or for everyone. Everyone has their own unique case, you know. Yeah. Um. And places that serve them and and state. But I do I do think the baseline of, of spirituality is just like really what everybody needs, you know. And in one way or another, and it can look however. But it's just a lot of the baseline um, notions across religions and different spiritualities and different different aspects. I feel like they all share a lot of the same baseline thoughts. And it's kind of what you were just saying, like, bro, it's not just this, this isn't just like a human, like, it's hard when you have struggles, right? you, you have to literally live on this plane like, yo, I have to go do this job because I have to pay rent because I have to feed the kids and you're stuck in a rat race. And it's really hard. We've had, this is a luxury to be able to develop into the way we're thinking and the way I'm thinking for myself. Like, I can be a thinking man because for whatever reason my g- God's gifts like put me in a place where I don't live in a regiment like job and I don't have to be up. I have time to think, actually thinking, pondering life and shit. It makes you a better artist. You know what I mean? It, it actually serves me where like the guy who has two kids has to be up at eight. It's it's hard to tell that guy to sit down and think and slow down. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's It's challenging. So yeah. I don't want people to hear this and think that way. Like that's an, that's an like a reaction a lot of people have. Like, easy for you to say, man. Like, which I get. I get where Some they're of coming from. Some these things,
0: from. it's ten minutes a day, though. Like, That's what I'm saying. You talk it's- about meditation. You talk about journaling. And this is, I mean, this is another question we had from Trey here. He was asking, like, what's a beginner's guide to get into journaling? Mm-hmm. And like, I mean, I, I, I have a view on it, which I'm sure is different than yours. Um, you, I think you did it purely for like spirituality reasons mm-hmm. and like self awareness, gratitude, stuff like that. The reason I got into journaling was because I just, I'm, I, I'm a storyteller. I like to tell stories and it mm-hmm. just started as simply as that. Yeah, Like I, I had experiences in my life that I thought were worth documenting and I wrote about them mm-hmm. and that's it. And from that, you become the main character of your own story. And when you start to have this main character and you read about it in this story, you start to figure out who that person is and you, cool. you literally discover who you are as a person as you write about it and your experiences. So you're, I, I didn't start out doing it for a spiritual reason. I'm just telling a story about how Mike drank, you know, his own pee that one day on tour. <laughs> <laughs> but then you find out, you know, underneath that, like what you were feeling at that time, mm-hmm. you know, and like who you were, who was, who was around you. Yeah. Like what, what was your life like? How are you reacting to it? Mm-hmm. And then you, you start to really like see the scope of your whole fucking life. And I did it, cool. I did it for seven years. And like, there's some stuff I wrote that, like, yeah, in between all like the funny stories, like, there's some deep ass shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh wow, I was really feeling this way then. And I was hanging out with these people, and I was doing this, and I was like mm-hmm. drinking a lot, or I was doing that. And yeah, like, it's really cool. And then you can really figure out who you are as a person. And McConaughey,
2: it, like, green lights. Yeah, uh, that's that's. I watched the whole thing where he talked about that, and he's just like, man, I I learned like, it was a similar notion. It's just like I learned everything I, everything I. Needed to know about myself through journaling.
0: Yeah, it's
2: pretty crazy. I mean, it, it's that for me. I it's transformed. I I was I started for a different reason. You know, mm-hmm. I literally was like, I want to reprogram my mind. I, yeah. I, I yeah. dove into the subconscious. I dove into the brain. Like I was watching, bro, in LA. I was watching TED talks every morning. It was part of my morning routine. Yeah. I was watching TED talks on neurology and spirituality and psychedelics and. Joe Rogan was a big part of it. I know that's like a, like a stereotypical thing to say but at this point. We it on the earlier side. But it, but it doesn't even yeah. matter. I yeah. don't give a fuck what anyone thinks on the internet. Like, I actually, I really, like, I was impacted by some of the conversations he shared, he had. And, and uh, I just knew I needed change. I needed change in my outlook. I didn't like it. Yeah. And, yeah, again, that, like, everyone's process is different. For me, I got into understanding what reprogramming the mind does. I truly sit from a seat where I know I've reprogrammed my mind. You can't tell me it didn't happen. Yeah. Like, I don't give a fuck if you think, if I walk out and they're like, Mike, Mike, Micah did too many mushrooms. You know what I mean? Because, dude, I'm sitting from a seat that I know I changed my mind. I know I reprogrammed the way I look at life. I've seen it. I was there. You've seen it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think anyone watching me for this whole time, even if you weren't in the room with me, you could see, you know? Yeah. So, so... I come from a seed of just like, dude, who gives a fuck what everyone else thinks? If you're, if you're thinking this way or if you're feeling this way, do this shit. Here's what worked for me. You know what I mean? And it's not going to look the same. And I, and I, I want to stress that. Don't be rigid in what I'm telling you. Just listen to like, the baseline of these conversations. You know what I mean? It's going to look different for you, but you can go in on yourself, spend some time alone, and fucking craft who you want to be and what you want your life to be. I also know that I'm coming from a seat of what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Entitlement a bit because, you know, I've had lucky breaks in my life where I was able to take some time to really try to reprogram my mind. It's hard to do that when you're hustling and bustling. It really is. Yeah. I'm fucking going to meditation retreats and like learning how to do transcendental meditation. And I'm, I'm reading two hours a day about like for a while there, I was like in a fucking monk. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I was just like, this shit was like, I, I literally was like that meme, was that Galifianakis with like the numbers, like I, it was all like clicking and making sense. And I was like, then I realized I had manifested a lot of what already happened without even knowing it. And then I'm like, oh, I can. And then bro, if you go back and look at my quantum journal, which is quantum is just like, I write in the present, like I'm going to make this much money. I've already, or not even I'm going to like my, I I'm saying grateful, so I'm grateful. I'm grateful for the 15 million dollars I made this year. I'm grateful for. And they I'm haven't grateful. happened yet. Yeah, and then I look back, bro, and they happened. Yeah. I started doing that in 2016. I'm. I have the fucking journal still, and I did a lot of the shit. Wow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like. Yep. So I, no one can tell me shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it doesn't even matter. Like, yeah. and I, I, I don't. I didn't have. You live in my life. I, I mean, you live in my house. I never told you that. It's great to share on here. You know what I mean, but it's personal wins. It's like personal affirmations when you do this shit, and then it happens in your life. You're like, whoa. You know what I mean? Like that happened to me a lot.
0: Yeah. No, dude. I, I so I was in my I was in my uh, dad's garage uh, when I was just back home in Boston, and I was going through. I have all these boxes of like just shit from my childhood and early years, and I found a journal. I only wrote in like four, three or four entries, but it was from like 2011, and. It started with Dear Future John Kilmer. So I was like getting eerie reading it. I'm like, well, this is from like 11 years ago. <laughs> Fuck. I'm like, I literally wrote these stories, like these notes to myself, by my future self. Oh god. And I didn't touch them for 11 years. And I came back and I opened this dusty box and I'm like, oh, a journal. And I opened it. There's only three or four entries, but it all starts with Dear Future John Kilmer. And like, obviously I was the biggest fucking douchebag on the planet, but I was talking about stuff how like- You
2: really were one of the doucheest guys ever, in the universe. ever.
0: Ever. Like, I was talking about girls in them, obviously, and like, I'm like, oh God, I can't fucking read this. This is embarrassing. But then I get to parts where I'm talking about how my career is unfolding, and I had like barely started working with you. And like, I mentioned you and some of it because I had like probably crazy. Just, just started working with you. I met this new douchebag, Mike. I met another one of He sucks, but I'm going to fucking use him to get ju- some. No, I met this dick bag. He's just like me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah.
0: No, but anyways, the, the point I'm trying to make is like I'm talking about how like my career's unfolding and like people are paying me money to like fly out and shoot videos for them. And I'm like a year out of college and like amazed that anyone would even pay money to have me fly halfway across the country to shoot a video for them. I'm like, I'm like, this is insane. Like I'm so like the future's hopeful. Like this is like, what I, this is like my dream. And like, I'm like, wow, like I don't, you know, like of course I'm, I'm grateful for like my present, but like I don't really have that perspective of 11 years ago. And to read that because I journaled, I put in the time to journal that it makes you so much more appreciative of today, you know? And so if anything for journaling, it's
2: great. great. That's a great notion for
0: anything of journaling, like think of your future self and how it's going to impact you 10 years. Well, from listen, now. bro, this is what
2: daily journaling, this is just simply, this is simply like when I when I started back. I didn't answer that question. The best way, if you're trying to get in this vibe at all, is just start with writing three things you're grateful for. Yeah. Because that feeling that that gave you, you can. What wouldn't you want to revisit that every day if you could? Yeah. Just be like, I. A lot of times when I journal, bro, I don't even write new journals anymore. I just read. hmm And like reflecting on yeah. the shit that. Yeah. And and a lot of it's 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 timeless. Like. I am perfectly healthy and, and happy, and thank you that my my parents and my sister are doing well. Like, you know what I mean. So these are daily things. But like, if you re-vi- if you visit that every morning, do you think you're gonna be in a better or worse mood? Better, yeah. yeah. So what are we talking about? <laughs> yeah. What is more important than feeling good when you're alive? I know. So like, is it that crazy to sit and write a fucking five five minute journal entry that and then reflect for five minutes and be like?
0: Yeah, things are going well. Instead of picking up your phone and checking Things could be Instagram. way worse. Yeah. Instead, yeah. you
2: invite 30 people into your room while you're in bed because yeah. that's what you're doing. They're in your head. Inbox, DM, And you're like fucking this, yeah. swiping and you're looking yeah. at all the shit that everyone else is doing. Yeah. And your brain's con- already right out of the gate. It's scientifically in theta state when you wake up, it's ready to be fed and told what to do. Yeah. And you're you're giving it fucking bottle service from the night before from some <laughs> douchebag in Miami. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I love that, that metaphor. Or you could fucking revisit, or you could fucking visit <laughs> yourself, visit your fucking, what you want for yourself. Yeah. Or just some shit that you wrote last month that's like, you know, makes you just reflect like, man, we've had a good month or we've had a good, things are good. I feel, okay. you know? Yeah. That's what the whole notion is.
0: Yeah. That's fucking wild. Amen to that. That gets me fired up. Skies, you gonna start journaling? He's thinking yeah. about it. No, no. It's like, you know, I bounce in and
1: out of it. Though. It's like, I've never done it. Don't, you know. Yeah,
0: yeah. But um. I feel I feel like voice notes Yeah,
1: I, gotta, like I mean weird. right now,
3: excuse. Yeah, I need Take this as yeah, a notion. Right. No, you're right. you yeah. right. Take this as a omen. this
1: was happening. You I'm stoned too. I'm not kidding you. I forgot for like, you know, not that stoned, but I was I was like, oh, I was like really listening to you guys have your conversation and forgot that I was involved in it. Yeah, all. no, you're not. You I was like,
2: sometimes you just got to listen. I was wearing that Let's one. got to look at it.
1: I was wearing now, and I'm telling you. Yeah, you, the you truth. gotta be. I was sitting here like, oh my god. You gotta, I gotta be. I was like, I gotta yeah, you
2: gotta right now. Yeah, bro. Because dude, like, so much is gonna change. So oh, much you, has changed. These
1: are the dear, uh, the dear future John Kim. I oh, I gotta do. Who
2: like, oh, do a dear
1: future? <laughs> a good <city."> thing.
2: <laughs> I'm like super excited. I about got it. this this tattoo that I got right here. It's it's new and it's in my face and I see it every day and I and it's kind of the first like risk I took where like I have like an art piece that I like see. You can see it and honestly. It's my favorite thing I've ever done. It's my favorite because I've, I've, since I've gotten it, it's just on this topic. Like, it's it's about nourish. It's about treating your fucking mind and your human experience like a fucking garden. Yeah. How do you? How do you, you gotta you gotta visit it every day? You you can't let it go. You can't let it flow. like you can't forget to fucking water it, or it's gonna die. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And and that happens to people's human experience. They're alive, but they're dead. Yeah. They're, they got no passion for their fucking life not even living their own lives but you know what I'm saying like they got they're they're not alive inside bro like think about what Larry King was saying like I'll never forget that conversation bro like he said I feel fucking young and he's he's dying he that was the last he died like a few months later yep his mind was so alive bro because he fucking went and did the shit he wanted to do and he never stopped yeah, like he never stopped. He did like eight million thousand fucking like thirty thousand, no sixty <laughs> thousand, like an absurd yeah. amount of interviews because yeah. he loved it. You know what I mean? he there Just so his many. mind, like bro, his shit was—he sh- was still fucking sharpest tack, like crazy. So, and I, I really truly think that, like, just take a few, just take take the fucking time to nourish your mind a little bit and nourish your life, and whatever that looks like, whatever that looks like. But but this another thing with this tattoo—it teaches skin soft. What we're talking, what the hell, I have a point, I have a point. What I was trying to say is like, look at your life, like this whole conversation, I think we've been circling this topic, is just like, make your choices, like what kind of story do you want it to be? Yeah. Do you want it, do you want it to be, I I went to the bar 8,000 times and had the same conversations I don't remember, like I realized I was having that, I was doing that, you know what I mean? I really don't recall a lot of the conversations, and I'm sure they were all amazing, and i don't regret any of them because they they like fed my subconscious in a way those experiences stay with you
0: yeah but i want new ones did you send me that video of like the like the musician or rock star who's talking about how like he he was thankful for like those 20 years he was an addict in it and yes like, uh, and okay. i said i want
2: to talk about this yeah. know, on the podcast like he
0: was like he needed those 20 years he of being an so addict he put it so
2: eloquently but yeah. like more or less he's saying like he made him realize he didn't want that i was addicted to, he's addicted to like hard drugs for, he's like I wouldn't change one thing. I, I needed. I needed every one of those moments to be yeah. who I am now. Yeah. You know. So that he was that's, a writer.
0: A writer, maybe. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But you fucking live life, and and like sometimes is, the 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 choices are hard because you're programmed to like this. Like, oh, that's what you do, man. That's who you are. <laughs>
3: Come on, have
2: a drink. You <laughs> yeah. know. Yeah. But I want to fucking have a whole other fucking smorgasbord sh- of fucking different experiences. Imagine who how swag that I'll be then. You know what I mean? Like, that's, yeah. that's how I'm looking at it. And I, I brought up this tattoo because it reminded me, of just like, which decision are you going to make? Like, in the Atomic Habits, they said, like, that girl got a tattoo or she had a note on her, on her mirror. Like, what would a healthy person do? Yep. Because she was just so overweight. And, like, every single decision she made, every little choice, she asked herself, what would a healthy person do here? What Would, would he get the pizza or would he just get the fucking, you know what I mean? And Yep. And change her whole life.
0: Yeah, how did he say it? it's like being a, it's like like being in like a committee or something like that, like and like all the votes go towards something or, yeah,
2: something like I that. How yeah. Said it. yeah, but like this isn't even this is just my experience. Now I'm literally saying I just partied my ass off for a decade straight and I wouldn't change one thing about it. So if you're in that, which you are. I think Hell Ski's yeah. thinks is like an well, intervention. intervention. It's yeah. going to be good. <laughs> it's no, it's going to be okay. Man. I'm in here No, but it's Ski's, like, a wearing. lot of people, <laughs> people listening, they're younger, right? Like, oh, because I do feel it, bro. I'm telling you. This isn't to say you don't go fucking have your fun and do do whatever the fuck is in your heart. You know what I mean? But I'm just giving game from a seat that did that for a long time. And I'm literally... So maybe if if you're in the middle of that, maybe I'm saying continue doing exactly well, what you you're also,
1: doing. You also know... Who I am when I'm not mm-hmm. on that vibe as well now. Mm-hmm. So that's why you're like trying to push me in these directions because you know I'm like I yeah. do want it to happen in my life and I'm like probably because pushing and pushing. It's and pushing. literally
2: part of growing up. Yeah, you're just yeah, young. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I didn't because I've did like
1: I I'm pretty sure everybody probably does when you get into like this length of like how we're you know how I'm living my life. But you have that you think about it all the time. It's not like a random thought where I'm like, but "All you, right, skis." So like, you genuinely on, have,
2: buddy. like, you genuinely are a great partyer, and you genuinely have amazing conversations Dude, and experiences I, yeah, yeah. and net. You're one of the best networkers, like. So it's not even to say it should stop. It's just about how you're using your other times. That's
1: what I was gonna say. It's about the other times. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's like, yeah. I mean, bro, I was then, 32 years old, 31, 32. This, yes, I was making crazy. I was making I've been making this. Change in my being and how I use my other time since I'm 26 or 27, I think, right around 27, maybe 28. Yeah. So my point is, and I just partied my hardest this past year. So like, you can be making these strides in your life and you change your outlooks and shit, and still be partying and fucking doing that shit, and it it actually makes your party experience better. For me, it was, you know, it did like, and I was really going after it, but doing the spiritual work and the reading and just like, it, it's like that balance. We talk about the way, like the Tao. Like if you're partying, but I'm still doing, I'm still growing, I'm reading, I'm doing, you know, my outlooks on life are changing, you know? So they don't necessarily like, oh, you turn into a monk because that's scary too. Yeah. You don't want, I don't want to be like that really ever. Maybe in some time, but- Celibacy, gross. I mean, I'm borderline celibate. I've <laughs> been for a minute.
0: Haven't you even cranked it? No, i cranked it.
1: Okay. <laughs> I Almost lost that one. Can't wait, to, can't wait one. to cut that clip. That was perfect, but The bro. zoom in? He said, no. I had, I had the little road to my mouth. <laughs> yeah. i
0: great.
1: No, that's good. It's healthy, tough. though.
0: You got to clean the pipe sometimes. You I know can't what I mean.
1: wait for that
2: clip.
0: I'm <laughs> posting that. <laughs> you no, know, yeah, I've cracked it. Oh, no. A little smoke coming out. <laughs> <laughs> And, and a
2: don't mess with Texas crop top.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Would you see would it's you say so skis good. got you into the crop tops? Is he the one?
2: Fucking erroneous. Yeah. That's that's not even close to the truth.
0: Oh, it's not the truth. Okay. Oh, oh no! You did it! You did it for the video.
2: Think about I did it before you. Excuse was, was even. Excuse watched it, saw you, me. It was like
0: you the, wanna, damn. damn was you like want crop top.
1: Like you do not want to. So you want to pull tops back because of Mike? You don't want to pull back game tape of when I put on.
2: My I'm not saying you got it from me. Of when I put my. First I'm, co- not, I'm. You just saying, better not be. Saying, I'm just saying I didn't get yeah, it from you. Yeah, I don't know. I think I we'll didn't, let everybody else. I would tell you that. No, but we'll let everyone else. I pay. would give you the flowers. We'll let everybody else pick. We'll let you decide. You're pissed because I look better.
1: I got on Mike's neck about letting me crop one of his tees and he finally let me do it <laughs> and, and, then he up up. <laughs> and he pulls up the bakers I was and gonna he get up water the bakers the other day and he's wearing it and i literally I said did you crop that yourself <laughs> like
2: you know damn on, well man? damn well i don't know I had, I had one of the more viral crop tops of the year i did oh, i want to you go on did. record though but i was
0: four years ago yeah. This is four years ago right here. And you oh, look. Yeah, and, but that you and mean, let's mention. So you
2: were purposefully being a douche. Let's mention that. You show my he, six pack. You yeah, look yeah, yeah, fantastic. You man. look great. It's
0: a women's medium, by the way.
1: Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> you look
2: fantastic there.
0: Yeah.
2: My mountain's midriff. It was a good midriff. Really made a fucking, made but, some waves. That was the well, bravest thing you've ever getting. I know.
0: How brave was that? That was brave. You know what it is? You know what it is, John? What's that? He's living his own life.
2: You realize, yeah, to a certain extent. Here we go. I, I really. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. <laughs> I actually don't give a like. you Want to know what true freedom is? You actually don't give a fuck what anyone else thinks.
1: Yeah, I give zero. Fucks. The old me. I'm pretty good at. I'm pretty good at that on like on like a service level. But then there's other things I got to clean up. Yeah. But like, I'll pull up looking like an idiot.
2: Yeah, yeah you. You don't give a fuck. No. About. There's other ways. But there's ways. other things I care. There's other yeah, I yeah. do that I Why would
1: you care about that, though?
2: Yeah. Like, you'll go into the club in your underwear. You have a very... And smoke cigarettes. You gotta, you gotta, you're in a good mind state. I'd, I'd say. I think you're doing great. You got, I don't want you to take this the wrong way. Something's got to give. <laughs> this, this is the skis intervention episode. Mike, Mike and
1: Johnny, <laughs> we knocking on my door. You like, have a problem. You,
0: you good, there? We're worried.
1: I'm just on my... I'm on my 90th page. <laughs> uh, when I was 10... <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the way I felt when I... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, hey good, good things. Good things. Somewhere.
2: Good things. These are... We're probably the best human beings on the planet for you to be around. Yeah, right no, now. I'm having
1: a blast with it. It's the right idea.
2: And I say that humbly.
1: No, it's the right idea.
2: No, just like, because you see... Like, I have
1: every balance that I need. Yeah, There's yeah, every exactly. Every mixture of everything I
2: need. You'll have that game, like, to, when you're processing all this. Oh,
1: dude. And I'm, when it
2: happens, it happens for I'm you. Watching. To, like, I'm watching.
1: You wouldn't, they wouldn't be able to notice, but I've, I've grown up a lot in the last year.
2: You have. Like, genuinely. Yeah, I think you have for like sure. Like, there's
1: things that I'm doing that, we're like, 100%. and there's and there's things that I'm enjoying. You're now like that, a real guy. There's now.
2: things, yeah. There's things that I'm
1: enjoying now that I never thought I would have. Ta- reflect on that yeah. a little bit. That's what, I, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I want to hear. It. <laughs> like, I'm enjoying. They want to hear. It. Yeah, I'm enjoying us, uh, being alone. And if you you could even go back, damn near our first podcast, you're terrified so like, of being alone. I hate it. I'm enjoying it a little bit. Like, bro, you wouldn't catch me dead sleeping without a TV. You just wouldn't. And like, people can go back. I mean, that's since I'm like. Probably a kid. Actually, since I can remember, you're not gonna catch me, Dad. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm, I'm wearing it in there. I'm wearing it <laughs> in the pitch black, man. I swear to God, it's like genuine. I, I don't yeah. think I'm the only person that feels this way either. No, you're not. There's no way. But it's also silence, it, bro. Silence and darkness. I'm cool with one or the other. It's uh both are crazy. It's a reflection. It's of, like it's so a reflection
2: bro. of your environmental programming. Bro, it's now. crazy. And, and think then about saw, how you grew up. Explain how you grew up a little bit. Yeah,
1: I mean, bro, I, like my whole life there was, I there was not. It was not probably like a four, four or five day period. Of my whole life where somebody wasn't sleeping at my fire.
2: People were not. Like somebody my, not in your family was sleeping at your yeah, heart.
1: sleeping at the crib. Like 100 percent. Yeah, it every was like a Omaha brothel bro, for it, it for, really for, for, Kendrick, a brothel? for lost
2: souls. Yeah, for lost souls. <laughs> bro, it really brothel.
1: was like that though. Like it was open door policy, bro. Like garage open, like the yeah. doors open. Come over. Which is,
2: the, which is the tidal wave? It was a
1: tidal wave, bro. And my dad needed it. My mom, like that. We needed it. Everybody needed it. So because my dad like really they fed it. off your dad yeah, Well, they, my dad didn't have a good like failure whole diving deep into that another day, but like, right. so he wanted to be like that guy. Right. And he did it. he was that guy. Like it was 30, 40, 50, That's 60, a vibe. 60 people in and out of this crib over the course of like fifteen years. And it was just like not, it, it was a nut
0: house Your dad's a great guy, by the way. Oh, he's a legend. He yeah.
1: So, so And like, bro, so I never had like these little things that like I just didn't I didn't learn. Right. at all i just never learned how like
2: and, you know and bro it's, never learned it. it's turned into certain like responsibility just, things it's, and, it's like, so, so unknown like, to you to be alone and be alone with with bro. silence with your thoughts like oh it's so God. it's such a foreign our
1: crib was never like my, my house my family was never like my dad was always up like he was always up late as a motherfucker i could walk downstairs at four in the morning he's yeah, down there
2: reading doing what he's doing dude, your personality is so shaped by this bro bro like the know, way like, you, I you are i never
1: thought about it till right now this is crazy. Yeah. I'm unpacking it. Dude, you're so sick by this dude. This, this, this is the introduction. I'm unpacking this right now. <laughs> no, I'm unpacking this. Because bro, it's crazy my whole life, bro. Like when you guys walk in the crib, I'll be on that couch, huh? Yeah. When you walk out of your room, I'll be on that couch and you'll be like, oh, and I'll be like, hey, alright. Yeah, because it sounds like I'm wide awake. I
2: could have just been asleep. But you just, yeah, you and and like subconsciously you just crave support, whether it's bro, I love whether it. it's just somebody being around, you hear bro, you know what I mean? Like yeah. Which is which is which isn't a bad thing. It's it's dope to want to be around people and be be a fucking breath of fresh air that like is really comfortable with a lot of people. Yeah, but, but I
1: still feel the same way. But I, but I need the other side of it. Yes, it's the extreme thing. That it's the yes. I'm at the extreme, and I've been at the extreme for so you long. You have a lot of grownups. You have a like, lot of Yeah, yeah. Over you. the last like over the last like six months, i have been like, all right, all right.
2: Yeah, here we go. But I've let's, had let's I've had your friends. Share. I've had multiple um, versions of you know. Just different sti- like different skis guys who like have known skis in so many different little facets I have so of his life lives. and like I have so many Yeah and uh
1: all the same guy, but yeah. Lives.
2: Yeah. And they were just they're just like, you know, especially some of like the LA guys just like, dude, he's so he's like it's 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 just crazy to see him. Like he's like so he's so much more you were just like I forget how, how he put it exactly, but he's just like, dude, he's like a man. He's like doing, he's, you know what I mean? Like you're doing your own thing. It's, you're yeah. a man. Like you're like, yeah, yeah. it's one thing to be, you were the star of the show socially always, but it's one thing to then be doing something. Yeah, like, everyone's bro, there for your
1: event. A hundred percent. And you're ho- then you're hosting it. I had homies crying up there. On the yeah, hundred percent. Bro, it's been a grind. Because you've been the and back. like, not, the, f- not like, even like a grind. Like, in it's in case, I was busting my ass.
0: Every single one of your family members has dragged me aside and said thank you.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Barely> <laughs> oh, bro. Really, because I was just a son of a bitch. And <laughs> yeah. Like, it was always one of those things, bro, my whole life. They just can't for believe me, it's
2: like bro, going no, my, down. My,
1: bro, for me and everyone that's been close to me ever, it's always been like, oh, no matter of time, like.
2: You yeah know. yeah yeah. yeah
1: yeah it's all bro forever he's like ah oh, you know for one yeah because days, it's all gonna be you know it's all gonna be fun. Y- yes you were hey, a back anyway. you
2: were a background guy in la i only yeah, say man. that because like just social numbers like these guys these all the kids you were buddies with were just like booming on vine and girls booming and you're yeah. just, everybody's booming. but you're the background guy yes but in every social setting you were the front man yeah Oh yeah. So now the fact that you're like, there's something going on with it, and it's just so cool and good and like tasteful, you know? Like it's 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 a whole new element to your but, life, to who you are.
1: Yeah, bro. It's it, it's actually crazy. I was on my uh, on the phone with my dad the other day. Uh, I was on a bunch, of, not a bunch of mushrooms, but I was on enough mushrooms to feel this way. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, uh, yeah, I was talking to my dad, and he was like, he was getting all emotional because he was just like, yo, man, like you look. Like, you look way different. Like, like you sound different. Yeah. And I was like, dude. And I remember saying this bar. I was like, dude, I'm finally, like, actually happy right now. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I've always, I, was it like, wasn't... I was never, like, I was just, yeah. like, crazy down bad. I want to unpack I was unpack always this. happy about, like, certain things in my life. But I was like, oh, man, like, I finally get where it's going. Mm-hmm. I'm enjoying it. Like, I'm having mm-hmm. fun. Like, this it's is. a where, great feeling. Yeah, this is, like, what it is. Yeah, yeah. This is, like.
2: It's a great feeling. And you know what that is? It's, you're, uh. It's, it's a good story for anyone to who's listening to, like, really think about is, like, he's actually out of space right now to say that and genuinely mean it. And if you fast forwarded 24 months ago, he had rewind. zero idea. Uh, rewind, or yeah. Sorry. Rewind. I'm a little stoned. <laughs> but really thinking clearly. Let me <laughs> add. Yeah, if you,
3: if you rewind
2: 24 months and you ask him what, what was next, like, he, he was... Like, you were the type of guy who was so content to just, like, go back to Omaha and, like, catch a little vibe. Yeah. Marry a local chick. And just, like, you'd be this, the man in the neighborhood, just like your pops in a way. Like, you had—I actually—I worried a few conversations I had with you when you didn't know I was interested in you. I hadn't told you yet, but i Sexually. Yeah, sexually, but also, <laughs> on a you know, a workplace environment, sharing a workspace, potentially— and like not interviewing, but just like getting a gauge on how you were thinking. And I, I remember wasn't thinking about it. Yeah, I remember being like, but I noticed very quickly. I was like, oh, it's just because he just he's just not imagining it for himself yet. You know what I mean? But like, you, you, you had that because you're just so easygoing, and you've grown up in Omaha. Like you had that community there. You love that. You're cool. You can be. You can be really happy there. Yeah. Truly, I think you could. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. But you know that you get a taste of this it's just like i knew if i if you got to see it and feel it you're gonna want more for yourself you know yeah. and, and now and like, realistically, that like, sounds crazy now
1: yeah 100 percent. and like now what i want is like i want to go i want to go do things for that city
2: yeah you know I mean? but that's this is how you do it yeah i know 100 like, percent. being is most, your best self is how yeah. you put on for the city you know oh, what I mean? 100 and your I family mean, dude
1: because yeah the, yeah oh my god i mean bro there was so many just ups and downs like what the fuck am i gonna do well, yeah, I no, I know, but this is good. I this knew it was gonna be okay. I knew there was directions I could take where if I really just worked at it, you could like figure it out, you'll be fine.
2: There's there, an, another side to that where I was saying, like, a year ago, two years ago, it could change that fast to where you, he just said, Oh man, uh, I'm really genuinely happy. Like, I, I couldn't say that at your age. So, here's another side of this point you can fucking, you could literally like skis was somebody who had no direction, right? A year later, you could argue he's, he's in more, he's has more direction than anyone. Like a lot of fucking grown adults were like, they're still not, you know what I mean? Like, so that's how, that's how drastically it can change and how quickly we're like, now I feel like skis is advanced and being where he, where he's supposed to be. Where there's a lot of adults with families and they still don't feel like they've reached where they're supposed to be. And he feels like he's where he's supposed to be at 20, 20, how, 24? 24, yeah. And you would argue, Skis would be like, ooh, he's, he's a guy that needs to figure out his direction. That's how quick it could happen and yeah. actually be genuinely- I mean, dude, like- I have a question. I have a question.
0: Yeah. But do you think that Skis attracted you based on the type of person he is? Absolutely. There, you, there it is. That's, that's
2: it gets back to the, this whole conversation of working on yourself. Yeah. There's, there's, Skis doesn't work on himself at all. He has qualities that people would work for fucking 40 years yeah. on themselves to have. Just a genuine- soul level you know what I mean so there's there's just everyone's different you know what I mean but a hundred percent I wouldn't I fucked with skis I wouldn't if skis was the same but he didn't have this personality and he had the same talent I wouldn't be interested like it, it's it's really what it's about is being a good person I know good people if you have good people working with you and shit only good things are gonna happen mm-hmm. even if he doesn't go on to be a star superstar so what's wrong with helping a good dude? He will. Yeah, but maybe, so what? He doesn't even want it really, like at that level. <laughs> so what? Who cares where it goes? It's more about what's going to happen to me, my life, if I help a kid who should be helped and we make some money and put some money in his pocket and we fucking do good shit. Even if, sad, broke even or, or whatever, there wasn't a thing. Like it was just, so what? Either way, like, that's where I'm saying I'm making my decisions from that space. Like, yep, I want to help good fucking people. That's, that's the vibe. And then when you help good people, you just end up winning. You know what I mean? You end up winning in more ways than one. So that's the vibe. But that's a good fucking example, yeah. bro. I mean,
1: bro, I didn't, even show you, I didn't even show you that I ever made music, probably for a while. long time. Yeah.
2: You know, you're just happy to be around. Well, good bro, vibe. I like, actually,
1: like, it's funny. Like, two years ago, almost, almost to the date, like, pretty close to the date, was when I got signed. Up. I got a publishing deal with um,
3: mm-hmm.
1: uh, Renegade Songs and Warner Music. Mm-hmm. But um, before that, bro, like I'd made—I don't know—I'd made a handful of songs over the course of like two or three years, and like it was just never gonna happen.
3: You yeah. know
1: what I mean? Like I thought I was just like yeah. this. I get yeah. <laughs> yeah, I pretty much oh. gave up on it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I was always gonna like pop into the studio once in time and like make a record or something like that. Yeah. But it was never like actually on the radar. No, for, when like, I was it was on the radar for a while there. I was like trying to figure out I other I, other plans. I had,
2: thankfully was around you when you put a few songs out for real. Yeah. And I just yeah, like I liked the songs, but I I just saw I mean, there was just there's a lot of happenstance stuff that happened where well, you, you just kept thing. hanging out and then I just was like I saw it could be a thing. Because it was more so how he was, like, commanding a room full of, like, cool people. You know what I mean? Where, like, that's that's star power. Well, bro, the other- It just looks different. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. like, Something different.
1: that I, I just, like, came across, too, is, like, I think, now now that I think about it, the real Stevenson Ranch out in LA, that studio, and, like, being around that for what I was, probably around that for about six months before I even said a
2: word about yeah. music. I heard some of your shit in there and liked it.
1: Yeah, and, like, but it was, it was more for me a- uh, I didn't enjoy the way I was making the music. Like, I shouldn't say that. Like, I had a lot of fun in some of those, like, sessions, you know? But, like, this is what I always thought about when I dreamed about being an artist and, like, doing it. Like, mm-hmm. what your shit, what I was pulling up to mm-hmm. was what my was what the dream was.
2: Yeah, was sort of where it started, at studio least. Studio and, like, in and the crib. And...
1: Bro, everyone's at, we go out, everyone comes back to the crib, the studio's up, people are making music, you're playing beer pong, you're smoking cigs inside. That's it. Like, I was like... What I'd seen before out of the music industry, I was like, oh, fuck. Oh I mean, I was I, like, oh, son of a bitch. And then when I pulled up and saw how it was going on, I was like, well, bro, this is what well, I've been like.
2: It gave you a picture of what it could really be like. Yeah.
1: And like, I saw the way, like, the way you were making the music, and you were literally just making this, like, major change into being, uh, into like dropping the whole mic stuff. I didn't really music. have
2: real, sh- like, I had some good records then. No, bro, you had oh, some great shit.
1: records then. Yeah, yeah. I saw, well, bro, I was enjoying them and like, I'll be honest, I didn't listen to my style. like I just mm-hmm. wasn't on my radar. I remember you saying that. Yeah, and like, bro, the records that I was hearing there, I was like, dude, like, whole, I, I was like, all right, yeah. this is all starting to add up right now. Yeah. And, and it looked like, it was just like a blast and I was like, oh fuck, all right, here we go.
2: Yeah. It's just a big, big gold story of you never know, John.
0: Yes, it is. Well, this has been a great conversation. It has. Anyone want to lead us out? I
1: think everybody needs to go watch Jimmy Valvano's speech. Mm. I think, I don't know if you guys have watched that. It's a really good speech. Who's
2: Jimmy Valvano?
1: I think it's North Dakota, or not North Dakota, North Carolina State, I no, want to say.
2: You're familiar with the, Jimmy, He's speech, got the a, Jimmy V Foundation?
1: Yeah. He's got an unbelievable speech. I think so.
2: You that know was, basketball it fit game. right into what we were talking
1: about yeah, earlier. Yeah. And it's a fucking incredible speech.
2: It is. He died, it was his cancer, right?
1: Yeah, it was, it was a whole, yeah, it was cancer. And he had the speech beforehand.
2: Yeah, it was like legendary. He kind of knew
1: it was over. Yeah. coming to an, Yeah, go, go check it out. Jimmy Valvano.
2: It was legendary. Um, all right. yeah, well. Go yeah no amazing yeah. amazing let just keep this train rolling we got a we got a ton of uh if you don't have tour tickets and you're still listening that doesn't make sense get some tickets and also if you're not only steve's on the music side you're missing you're missing out get over there appreciate all the we got great support so we got a bunch of great music coming this summer just keep spreading the steve gospel guys
1: mike's giving out hundred million ranch waters Ten
2: million. <laughs> that's how, that's <laughs>
1: yeah, we're that's just how joking about, about. giving out the false out. the false information. <laughs> we're giving away ten million <laughs> ranch waters to we're, a million
0: people. We're
2: giving no.
0: Well, the announcement You'll will hit, already be out by the time we put yeah,
2: this out. Yeah, I'm giving a million, a million plus dollars worth of ranch waters out to the thieves. It's part of that was part of our deal. So we're getting ready to fucking roll it out. It's gonna be hilarious. If you want life we're giving away a year's supply of ranch water to like a bunch of people that's what's going on yeah so a year's supply i think it's like north of 100 cases um and if you just drink through it faster i'll just be proud of you but we're not sending more (laughs) Uh, (laughs) logistically uh logistically it'd just be a nightmare we're just not a logistics company but yeah dope shit fun stuff coming up
0: all
1: right all righty
2: all right